The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Anna, you have a daughter who was labeled ADHD? Yes. Yeah, tell me what's going on with her. Well, um, the teacher at her uh, voluntary um, kindergarten class, pre-K, after about a month, she approached me and said that she thought Sarah could possibly have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder because she couldn't sit still and... She immediately brought up medication, and, and I, I, was, I just was shocked because, you know, my daughter, yes, she's active, but I just thought that was kind of a quick uh, diagnosis. Um, so what was she's going to be? Yeah, go ahead. She's going to be starting kindergarten this year. I'm concerned because I think the moment I put her in school, within a week, I know the teacher's going to call me and probably say, you know, has your daughter been tested or... You know, is she hyperactive? And and I'm a nurse, and I don't want to have my daughter on any medication at all. Okay, tell me. Go ahead. And I've I've been searching the web, and I know there's just so many many alternatives to medication and and possibly even a misdiagnosis. And I, I see how many times these children are misdiagnosed because they're either highly intelligent or they're just not they don't fit the typical mold oh i love (laughs) what you just said i love that that is the page that i am typically on i worked Mm. with lots of kids i worked with highly abused kids for several Mm. years Mm. and i was in court all the time uh just being the voice of the child and i'll tell you all of from all the kids that i saw who are highly traumatized i think Mm. i saw one that had what i might consider attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and it wasn't that they weren't anxious it wasn't that they weren't bouncing off the walls at times it was that ADHD used to be called do you remember do you know what it was called minimal brain uh, minimal yes, brain damage yes. and, mm-hmm. and because minimal nobody wants their child to have minimal brain damage no. and so it was a very unpopular diagnosis and, you know, you might, it might be a forceps delivery where there was trauma to the brain. It might be some other problem. But there's trauma to the brain and the c- child cannot focus. But the children that I have seen are the exact opposite. These kids are darling. They are energized like a Mark Twain. Or like my own son. My, my son, I think of ADHD, or a colleague of mine called it the disease du jour. <laughs> and there were two offices where I used to work, and I used to work in a group practice. And if you walked into one office with your child, the child would typically, you know, if the teacher said the child has ADHD, the child would walk into the office and walk out with a diagnosis of guess mm-hmm. what, ADHD. Mm-hmm. Of course, they would mm-hmm. give the teacher the reports. They would try to get collaborative evidence, um, but. If you get any healthy child or a bright child who's bored in a dull class or a teacher who wants the kids to just behave, she's overloaded, too many kids, or she's burned exactly. out, she doesn't exactly. love her job, then, right. you know, medication looks very good. It's not oh, around sure, kid. Sure. So I do think that you can have brain, a child can have brain damage. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that that's not the case, but I am saying before I would ever get near that diagnosis with my child mm-hmm. I would first want to make sure what the the facts were that led the teacher to suspect this I would want her raw data mm-hmm. the other thing I would want to do is hey I gotta interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills 30 seconds that's it a very quick ad and then Alan will be back romance oh 
I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. <laughs> Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, uh, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. The other thing I would want to do is look at all alternative explanations. You might have a right. very bright kid. You're an, an right. educated mom. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a nurse. And she or she might be just, you know, kids have different different temperaments. Well, um, so you know, me. yeah, go ahead. I, I just want to say um there's a lot of family dynamics that are going on. I just graduated uh with my associate's degree in nursing. Um so, and I'm separated from my husband, and so there's a lot of things that have been going on in her life that are disruptive, and I know that all this can play a part if Absolutely. she could possibly be depressed or, you know, and, and I, I'm trying to take all that into consideration, but I was thinking of taking her to a psychologist and having her evaluated. Whatever I had to do to, you know, to get away from the ADHD and possibly come come up with something else. Yeah, what I would, could be wrong. Let me tell you what I would do. I, I went to school while my kids were young, and I spent an enormous amount of time, but I still had mommy yeah. guilt that I wasn't <laughs> around enough. Yeah. And what, you, what, what works fabulously, I mean, I spent hours upon hours reading child-rearing books, and mm. I repeat this all the time on my show because I think these bo- the authors I'm about to mention are the gold standard in parenting, and it's uh, you can go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com, and mm-hmm. I won't take the time to go over the names in detail, but it's How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. Oh, yes. A total breath of fresh air. You can teach the course. They have courses you can teach. It's available. They have how to talk so kids will learn. Mm-hmm. How to talk even so teens will will talk. Oh, I have a twelve year old. <laughs> okay, so what what I, I what this is what happened when when the kids went into one office they would come out with ADHD. When they came into my office, I looked at exactly what you're saying. That's where I was going next. So you, I love that you beat me to the punch. I looked at the family dynamics. What's going on? Possibly going on in your child's mind. Is she worried about the divorce? Is she missing you? Does she mm-hmm. feel like this? An older sibling. I mean, that's a exactly. huge age gap. Twelve years mm-hmm. old, and what yes. are they bio She's, biological? Yes, yes, they age? are. And uh, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say she's, she'll be five, and my son will be thirteen okay. in November. So there what is are a the, difference. In a nutshell, because we're short on time, what yes. are the dynamics are there that could be causing little Sarah to just feel a little discombobulated? Well, the biggest one is missing her father, and we are separated. He comes and stays. We're working on our marriage, so he's here a few days a week, and then he leaves. And I think that really has a big Im- impact on her. Why does she? She's like, why does my daddy leave, and why does he come back and then go? And and uh, and sometimes I think, you know, maybe I'm just making all this worse. And I'm trying to stay together for the sake of my kids. Oh, as well don't as, do that. You know, I don't, listen. 
Anne, I don't, I don't have enough data to answer that uh, specifically. But if you're trying to stay together for your kids, I will tell you that older kids have said that it, it, I feel so guilty because my parents were unhappily married. They stayed together for de- a decade for me. I wish they hadn't done that because now I feel guilty. I'm in college and they're divorcing. And, you know, you don't realize what consequences there are. Yes, if I you, know. If you I love, know listen, if you love your husband and if it's worth fighting for um, yes. f- fighting for the marriage and you think there's a good chance of having him as your romantic partner go for it get the mm-hmm. counseling read the book passionate marriage which is also on my website but if the, the two of you are just uh, perpetrating a fraud you're staying together but you're not in love Right, or you like right. each other, but you're not, you know, <laughs> d- don't try, don't, don't do that to yourselves or the kids because you're teaching them how to lie and you will be bitter and cynical when your kids start dating and want have a happy relationship. You'll say, well, I <laughs> suffered for you. Listen, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenneth. Thank you so very much for the call. Thank Anna, you. And, uh, call back anytime. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Rejection comes in all forms, from subtle to shocking. You may feel rejected the first time you meet someone when you see signs of disappointment in the person's face. You may have been stood up. You may have been dumped at the end of a long-term relationship or been divorced several times. Some hurt is unavoidable, but knowing that you are in principle lovable is the antidote. When you have the right perspective on your own life and on the goal of finding your soulmate, rejection hurts less. What you say to yourself when you're rejected is critical. Your inner thoughts are based on your fundamental ideas about yourself, romance, and life in general. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.